0: As we move from ski season to spring, it's time to get those mountain bikes out. Most ski families use season passes to make skiing more affordable and fun. If your family mountain bikes, there's a new way to save on those adventures too. Make the most of spring and summer in the mountains with Lone Pass, the premier North American mountain biking pass. Lone Pass gives you over 60 days of access to some of the best mountain biking destinations across the country. Use discount code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's Loan Pass today at LoanPass.com. That's L-O-A-M-P-A-S-S dot com. Loan Pass is available in two versions, for kids ages 6 to 11 and the Adult Pass for ages 12 and up. The pass combines access to the most premier resorts, gets you into bike parks, and connects you to shuttle companies to get you where you need to be. It's the one pass you need to bring the best cycling to your family. Remember, you'll get two days at each of the resorts, parks, or shuttles, making the investment one that will pay off big. Remember to use code SkiMoms15 to save 15% off your family's loan pass today.
1: Welcome to the Ski Mom Fun Podcast. where your hosts, Nicole and Sarah.
0: The Ski Moms Fun Podcast is brought to you by Mabel's Labels. Smart ski moms know to label everything before they head to the mountain. Every mitten, every boot, and every ski pole. Visit Mabel'sLabels.com and use discount code SkiMoms for
1: 15% off your order. I'm excited to introduce you to today's guest, Allie Widman, founder and CEO of Avon Ski. Allie's been an avid skier and traveler her entire life and hasn't missed a ski season since age eight. After spending nearly a decade on Wall Street, Allie followed her true passion for fitness, travel, and skiing when she launched Avant Ski in 2018.
0: Is there any tie between your experiences as a civilian ski mom and now being within the industry? It's 100%. I think what actually led me to leave the corporate world and
2: start Avant Ski was being a ski mom at heart, but also this realization that because you are a ski mom, it's not sort of like your only identity. I wanted ski moms and families and recreational skiers to be able to experience the slopes the way locals and insiders do. But having kids and skiing with them also just made me realize, one, it's really important to pursue the things that I am most excited and most passionate about. And to also be a resource for people that just love to ski with their families or without their families. I don't necessarily consider the two things mutually exclusive by any means. So Avon Ski is a relatively new Ski media sites, ski and snowboarding. I don't want to leave out our, our uh, rider friends out there, especially those moms that have kids that are thinking about riding as well. Like that seems like a snowboarding also great to start young. We make it possible for recreational skiers and snowboarders to discover new resorts that they haven't necessarily been to before, or maybe that they have and experience in the way locals and insiders would. So we have almost seventy guides to resorts all around North America, and we use. The same template, the same form. So you can think of us sort of as a credible friend that you can turn to for all the tips and tricks and advice to get the most out of your mountain experience. So we've got the resort guides, and then we also have a season pass guide. I don't want to jump the gun too much, but that was sort of how the business started is you don't need to ski more than a few days a year to make good on having a season pass. I wanted people to discover that season passes could be for them and then figure out the best ways to use them.
1: I know, I think I read online that uh, you grew up in New Jersey. So where did you learn to ski? And was Bon Jovi
2: involved? That's right. Bon Jovi was not involved, but was in the background a fair bit. I actually learned to ski at Okemo. We were lucky enough to have family friends that had a house at Okemo. And I had to wait all the way until I was eight years old which was a little unfair because my younger brother who's about five years younger than I am got to start when he was not quite five years old.
1: So one question I have is, and, and we've looked at some of your great, um, the different resort guides and all, but if, if you're talking to someone, um, you know, that's just looking for somewhere to go for the first time with their family, what do you think would be the top, you know, three or four factors that you consider right now in terms of like picking a a resort to check out for your with your family.
2: We have um we have these great regional guides now. We just rolled one out to skiing in California. We have a guide to where to ski in New York. Um we have one coming out for Boston and DC. So I think some of it just comes down to how much do you want to travel. So I, that's how I really like to kind of tailor my resorts. If someone says I'll go anywhere in the country, um, and maybe the you know, the parents or at least one parent in the family is a seasoned skier. I really do try to look for a resort that sort of caters to everyone in the family. So on sort of a, a more national level, some of my favorite places for ski families would probably include steamboat, just sort of little lower key, easy village to be at great kids ski school. Um, a little less ritzy than some of the other resorts in Colorado, still extremely nice Deer Valley has been very nice to my children over the years. has an incredible ski school program. And then on the East Coast, I mean, my, my heart is still at Okemo. That's where I learned. I really like to say, if you learn on the East Coast and you can ski on the ice and all the different conditions out there, you can ski anywhere and you'll be all the better for it. So some of my favorite resorts in the East, and if you want to go a little further North, then I'm kind of Based in the New York area, Sugar Bush and Stowe are really wonderful, and Smuggler's not too great for kids.
0: I mean, there's nothing hidden from New York, but are there any of the smaller gems regionally that you would love to share with the community if you're in the, the New York metro area? You know, this is a, a little bit undiscovered, and on a busy weekend is a, a, a good pick for ski families.
2: There are, I'm a little worried if I put it out here that it won't be as, (laughs) as undiscovered, but, uh, Hill, which is not actually on a season pass is a really great smaller mountain up in the Catskill that has some, you know, not a lot of stuff, but there's some stuff at the base. They have great racing programs, kids programs. So that's just really a nice local spot that we
1: like. I know you, you brought it up a little bit before, but, um, there's a lot of, Discussion around these multi mountain passes. I guess maybe the biggest are epic and icon, but there are there are others as well. Um, I know that upfront it can seem like a big investment when you see some of these uh, sticker prices, and a lot of them come out in April of the prior year, where they're trying to get you to sign up for the best price. But can you just talk a little bit about you know how you you think about these multi multi mountain passes? Sure. Of course.
2: And that is a very good point that you bring up about doing it in the spring. And it's a little bit counterintuitive for those that aren't thinking about skiing like we are all the time is, you know, it's the spring. I want to think about spring break and what I'm going to do for the summer. And that is the time that you really can get the best pass, the best prices on the passes, especially the Icon Pass is a great product, because if you didn't have one previously and you buy it in the spring, you get the best pricing, which I think starts for the base pass around seven hundred dollars uh, for an adult pass, uh, less expensive for kids, but you also can get free skiing at select resorts starting in March the prior year. So we always have a spring skiing guide. And that's always like one of the things we really try to mm-hmm. let people know, because I think not everyone is, is always aware of that great value that comes from that. But the season passes, I mean, that's sort of what led me to start up on ski, which just as one who used to go to sort of the same handful of resorts on a very regular basis, Mm -hmm. um, it was all of a sudden like, wow, I have the same pass and can use it to go to all these different places. How am I going to get to know them? But the, the, uh, the passes themselves, um, the two biggest are the epic Pass, which is Vail mountain resorts and their partners. And then the icon pass, which is Altera and their partner resorts. And those make up you know, most of the really big resorts. We also are working to expand our coverage of the Indie Pass, which is sort of all these, you know, the smaller mom and pop, but just incredible resorts and really great family resorts too. In you know, some of them are in some of the areas we travel a lot to Utah, Vermont, but they're also in Montana and Wyoming. And that pass has gotten a little more expensive as they've added some more resorts, big names like Jay Peak and Powder. But that pass, I believe you can still get for three ninety nine, dollars which is 80 days of skiing at, you know, two days at each of the different resorts. So that's another great way to get out there um, and explore different places. And then there's one other pass that I feel like flies under the radar, more for the traveling skier, the Mountain Collective, which is two days at each of, I think, 17. Don't quote me exactly on that number. So there really are a lot of different pass options. They are Sort of complicated to figure out which one is for you. It's a question of where you want to go. The price point on the icon Epic um, is a little bit less expensive than Icon. They reduced their prices to 2015 levels this year, which has been interesting. The longer you wait to buy, the more expensive the pass gets. But if you get it early, or even if you get it now before the season starts, and you're planning to just ski for anywhere from five to seven days, depending on which pass you end up getting, you basically break even as we've really seen the resorts, some of restricted day ticket sales altogether. And those that have it have really kind of driven up the price of the resorts to some places you're seeing more than $200 a day. So if you're just going to go for a few days, like passes.
1: So
0: five days is the magic number. I, I think that's a good thing mm-hmm. to stress. So once this, your yeah. skier family is looking at that fifth day, sometimes it's even four days. I mean, if you're looking at Deer right. Valley, for a single day in December, two forty a day. Epic gives you a benefit off some dining. Yeah, well. so
2: Epic Rewards, which you get with the Epic Pass, don't do anything extra, allows you twenty percent off of dining at uh, all Vale resorts.
0: So, so your twenty dollars French fries become yes. then um, sixteen dollars. Still, might want to think about bringing that brown bag,
1: Nicole. Wasn't there a uh, a benefit? I thought. Wasn't there even something at Sugarbush with the with golf for?
0: Oh uh, yeah. Icon yeah, Pass yeah. Season yeah. pass oh, holders no. got
1: a free free yeah. round of golf.
0: Thank you and for bringing that up, Sarah.
1: Expensive, but I think that there's just a lot of um, benefits like written into the different fine prints of these. Uh, different passes and if you really take advantage of them right if you really get familiar Mm -hmm. and I'm sure a lot of that's in your guides um, you can really make it economical.
2: Another great benefit of these passes too that's not that well advertised for those moms with small kids is um, kids under the age of five at the time the pass is purchased also get free access to most of the mountains. So the Epic Pass, like for example, our son who was four last year, uh, he's actually three at the time we purchased the pass. Skied at Park City, you know, without paying a dime. And the, the parent has to be, or an adult has to be a pass holder. But and a lot of the Altera partner resorts too for Icon Pass holders under age five at the time of purchase. So if you have a kindergartner who's four in the spring, you should definitely get on getting that pass in the spring before that child turns five. Mm-hmm.
1: I was just saying I think also going from 12 to 13 is another one of those points and if you buy it in the spring and your kid's still 12 um that's a it's a lower price point because it is it is their age when you purchase it so that I is a mean like
2: like, pass holder program I think it's uh 13 to 17 like they they really tear it yes. up and right you always want to get your last season
0: Let's take a quick break Spring is here, and we know even after the snow melts, ski moms love to play outside. Skeeta, our favorite Vermont outdoor accessory brand, has you covered as the seasons change. This spring, Skeeta is celebrating its 16th birthday with fresh prints like the Pastel, Whimsical, and Plein Air collection. Our favorite pieces include the throwback headbands. This headband is made to keep hair and sweat off your face. The single ply design gathers neatly in the back for maximum styling. Where it's scrunched or lay it flat. It's your perfect partner for any activity where you want a great pop of color and style with minimal fuss. For sunny days, we adore the Gita brim hat. This five-paneled camp hat is the perfect grab-and-go companion. Made in a lightweight, water-repellent material, this hat is ideal for hiking, camping, and the beach. Whether you are cheering the kids on at a lacrosse game, exploring with your girlfriends, or simply walking in the woods with your loyal pub, Gita Accessories are there to make Ski Mom life more fun. Save 15% off your order with code SkiMoms15 at checkout.
1: Thank you to our sponsor, Mabel's Labels. Mabel's Labels' durable and waterproof labels are a Ski Mom's must-have. Keep your kids organized and easily identify their equipment at lessons, practice, or races. Simply peel and stick the personalized label on all your ski gear, including helmets, coats, goggles, and poles. They're guaranteed to last the ski season and beyond. Off the hill, Mabel's labels are perfect for labeling any items that go to school like water bottles, lunch containers, clothes, shoes, and backpacks. Simply go to Mabel'slabels.com to personalize your own and use code ski Moms at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. Exclusions apply. Code is not valid on stamp, reflective, or sale items.
0: We have some questions that we ask all of our moms as they come on here. We know that there's like some particular pain points. Um, If you had a magic wand and you could change or like highlight something that you wish people would throw money at as an experience of uh, a ski mom. So give me a Harry
2: Potter wand. We're like deep in Harry Potter in my house right now. Yeah. And I can just wave my wand around. Keeping track, especially as as a parent, but like keeping track of all of your own stuff is hard enough. And then when you start having to keep track of the kids' stuff too and inevitably like a glove is dropped in the parking lot or like didn't you know a way to just get to the mountain easier, almost like, you know, this is not a practical innovation, but like, we do have a checklist on Avon ski of like a packing list, which I think has been hugely helpful to me and our family. So you can like check off the items, but just like a friendliness from the mountains to make it a little easier. You know, if you're doing drop-off at the ski, slice in the morning they're really trying to get, you, it's almost like the airport, like it's like, except at Deer Valley, I'm not going to throw them. I was just going to say, shout <laughs> out
0: to, shout out to Deer Valley. The first time I skied there and they took my children's skis, I was like, Oh, oh, what's happening? You know, I was so excited. Yeah, it was yeah. just gonna be a good day of skiing. Just when you just you felt like, Oh no, that's wonderful. And that's what it is. It's just
2: it's so hard to keep track of all this stuff. So and I know it's not practical for everyone to do what Deer Valley does, but right. Yeah.
0: That's what you get for two hundred and forty dollars a day. Exactly. You're so,
2: you know, you have to keep- but if there was a way for the resorts to make it a little bit easier to, you know, maybe having a little of the staff and the lifties that are going up top later in the day, like helping with the with the loading and the unloading. Because walking across the parking lot with, I mean, it's not that far. I'm a marathon runner, so really I should not be complaining ever about walking across the parking lots. But when you're trying to carry all this different stuff and something gets lost in the shuffle, um, it just would be easier to have more drop-off space and just more hands on deck.
0: I've seen wagons at, I know Keystone has wagons where they leave them in the parking lot. So you get them at the yeah. end of your parking lot, you get a wagon and you could put the child and the gear in the wagon um, <laughs> and drive, and you, you take them back up. And there's a, it's Pico, Sarah in Vermont also has the wagons. Um, so you, <laughs> you dump your toddler yeah, cool. and <laughs> all of their stuff in the wagon and you can pull it. So I've seen it at those two places
2: Snow Basin and I, also, I was cited, this was a funny one, like running the Snow Basin drop off for one kid versus the other was in a slightly, wasn't that far, but we you know it was like 10 minutes apart, like literally like running with my younger son in a wagon with like all of our stuff, like through the crowd waiting for the gondola. To-
0: I would like to see a co-branded partnership between Ski Mom's Fun, Avant Ski and Radio Flyer. Where yes. <laughs> they they supply wagons to the learning areas of all mountains. So if someone who's listening to this could get on that, that would be fantastic.
2: They should become just not a. Will they have wagons? Just know they are going to be there.
0: Wagons for everyone. If we're running for office, that is going to be our um, our campaign. 100%.
1: I mean, I have seen a good kind of um, you know hack that's similar to that, where people just have a big sled in the back of their car right that they pull out a plastic sled i mean not if you've traveled and you've been flying or something but and they just throw the bags and the kids skis and oh. all and just pull the sled through the parking lot so that's like a dead giveaway that's like, a, little that a
2: real ski family probably right. a local family
1: but that is that is a hot tip if, if you're <laughs>
2: local to an area for
1: sure are there any tools like say i'm just you know i'm a, like i i'm willing to travel anywhere within the united states um How where do I start on the site? Do I, you know, just start reading or do you have any tools to help me narrow down based on my family? And so we're
2: working, we have a pass guide right now where you can enter where you where you're planning to go, how many days by region or drill down by place, and we'll tell you which pass to get um, based on what you're doing. With our resorts, we have a a section where if you go to our website now, it says explore resorts, and then you can sort and screen the resorts by region. So we're right now, we're we're more, more or less geographically focused on screening by region Mm -hmm. Um, and we are working on a tool. This is in development. Hopefully we'll have it out before the end of the season where you'll be able to go on and actually use our rating criteria that we have for each of the resorts to say, okay, I really want a resort that is actually hard to reach has great extreme terrain uh, and is also really family friendly. I don't know if that exists, but nonetheless, you could pick your, your top criteria and then we might come back to you and say, you know, consider these three or four and then give you the links directly to the, that particular yeah. set of guides. So it has like a, what it's best for.
0: That's amazingly right. helpful. I've, I, and I have a lot of people who are dropping into my DMS either on Facebook or Instagram and they'll say, where, where should I ski with my two teenagers over president's weekend? Where do you begin? Do you want to fly? Do you want to drive? You know, all of these, right, these exactly. things. Um, and you, of course, I don't ever want to give them any sense that they're annoying me because they're not, but I also want to make sure that they're getting, you know, what they want out of this. And it's such a vast array of options and it's expensive. So I'm very, I I really don't want anybody to have a bad experience, you know, after they've spent all of this money. So I'm very careful with recommendations, probably more careful than the blind dates I set people up with um, (laughs) over the years. So help us, give us an Avansky ski take on how to navigate park city like what are some of your must-sees must-dos can't misses you've got little kids like help us figure that kind of big big resort out so i think it is huge i think it's actually the
2: largest resort in north america now that they've combined park city and the canyons uh several years ago now i think what the thing with park city and the canyons is it's really important with small kids to pick one base as your home base and specific and definitely day by day. So, there is a separate ski school at Park City. You choose either the Canyon space or the Park City base. Definitely, I've seen some people do this. You want to make sure that if you have multiple kids, you are signing them up for the same place for ski school. And the daycare, I believe, is only at the Park City base. So, if you have like really small kids, you want to make sure you sign your kids up for the ski school where the daycare is so you're not being pulled in various directions. We really like the Canyon side for, for younger families. Um, there's a lot of lodging like that ski and ski off or has access to a small gondola, um, by Juniper landing, that just goes up to the base. And then the kids just love being able to get on the gondola. So the learning area for kids is, um, actually up at the top of the gondola. Um, they have to take the gondola back down. It's not super easy to ski back down from there, but the kids just love being in the gondola or the orange bubble chair connects over and. They get up in the mountain. It makes it much easier to coordinate for uh, for lunch or hot chocolate with people at the at the mid mountain base area with the little kids. So the Park City side, <laughs> jumping from the canyons, um, the Park City side is really nice for really small kids because you can drive right up to the base and there's a first time chair that's kind of not connected to the rest of the mountain. Like it starts at the base of the parking lot. You take the chair up and that kind of goes to the main area of the mountain. That's easy, too, if you got to get there really early to get a good parking spot or come like late in the afternoon. But that's a nice spot because there's a nice coffee shop kind of right at the base um, that's owned by the same people that have uh, harvest uh, in the town of Park City, where like after a couple of runs, you can go and have like a really quality coffee or hot chocolate or cookie with your child down there. There's a nice ice skating rink at the base of Park City that's a lot of fun. But just want to be clear: if you are staying in canyons for other stuff, and you're going to go to the Park City base with your young children, definitely go there first thing in the morning and take your car. Um, in terms of places to uh, to grab breakfast in Park City, we're really big fans of Five Seeds, which is like a, a quick drive from the base of the canyons. Really great coffee. I really, I'm, uh, I'm pretty particular about my coffee. It's essential as a ski mom to start the day with a good cup of it. Uh, but Five Seeds has great breakfast and avocado toast. Uh, apres ski like the kids love the java cow in town in park city everything is very walkable in park city which is nice um and then we really enjoy going to the blind dog with the whole family they have uh for dinner in apres like they have a really great selection of sushi and steaks and and great drinks live entertainment so that's a really fun and then there's a lot to do off the mountain too that's one of the things that like kind of creates the richness of park city so it's really fun if you can make it over to the olympic museum uh they had the 2002 olympics in in park city and if you go at the right time you can walk to the museum but you can also catch the ski jump
0: So um, what is your favorite type of run? Like, so you don't have to worry about the kids. You've got daycare lined up. You know, where is Allie going to spend her time on, um, a, you know, you just got a six inch dump of powder and the mountain is yours. I like a good workout. So I like to earn my turns as well.
2: Um, and, you know, my, my favorite thing to do is find someone and it's great to be in the business now. It makes it a little easier to just find someone who knows the place really, really well And I don't mind hiking a little bit. So I'm always happy to kind of take off my skis and go over my shoulder to get like a few more steps up to get the fresh stuff. You know, if there's some trees in the mix, that's a lot of fun too. trees tend to protect the powder. I don't like anything too, too narrow, but like, uh, you know, good, sustained, steep, deep pitch that, that requires a hike. So it's a little well protected is is my favorite way. Much to my husband's chagrin. He is like, there are chairlifts, why would you ever think about walking up the mountain?
0: So Allie, you've just you've hiked, you've now um you're making your way down the mountain. You're going to meet me at, at our favorite après ski spot because I have not hiked. Um what are you going to be <laughs> sipping at the end of the day? We're we're by a big fire, I'm setting the scene. Um, we're outdoors by a big fire. There may be some, you know, music going on in the background. What are What are we What are we drinking?
2: Transport me to this scene right now. Um, I would say after a day on the slopes, it's not always my go to beverage uh, in the rest of my life, but I I'm a beer girl after a day of skiing. I feel like it's like a little bit hydrating, and before I really have too much to eat, just like uh, brew is is really one of my favorite things to do uh, après ski.
1: Hopefully, we get to do that with you when you're up in vermont this winter yes, i would love that
2: very much looking forward to getting back to vermont yeah. this winter.
1: well this was so much fun having you on and i have to say just talking about all of this is getting me so excited to get out there hopefully very soon um so thank you so much and i just wanted to end with just finding out how um how other ski moms can keep up to date with the latest from Avant Ski. You can head to our website,
2: um, sign up for our newsletter. There's always a lot of hot tips in there, like more real-time great deals or updates on you know where the snow is or what the great kids program is, or special events going on. Um, we're also going to be giving away a pair of skis soon with our partner, All Red Skis. So Of course, uh, come join the party on social media too, please. We have an Instagram account, uh, TheAvansky. We are also on Facebook. We just joined TikTok thanks to some uh, amazing summer interns we had this summer. So, uh, And we're on Twitter. So really any of those channels, um, Instagram is one of my personal favorites. We have a lot of fun on there, especially with the stories. Like find us up. We always share our latest new guides, tips and tricks, photos from our Contributors and, and contribute to us too. Like, send us your photos um, and we, we feature what our users are doing on our Instagram pretty regularly, which is a
0: lot of fun. Thank you so much for listening to the Ski Moms Fun Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Head to the skimomsfun.com website to check out our swag and find out more about our community. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at skimomsfun. We'll be back next week with more interviews and insights. Thanks, Snow.
1: And here's a little outtake pro tip from Nicole on how to store and clean your boot bag at the end of the season. Warning, don't forget to check every little pocket for granola bars and chapsticks before trying this at home.
0: So a couple things about the boot bags. Um, I try to remember to put dryer sheets in. At the end, number one, right. it keeps mice, it keeps mice out. So if you store your boot bag in um, an area that's prone to critters, yes. it's the same thing with cars, like dryer sheets, are supposed to keep the mice out of cars. So you can put a couple dryer sheets in there and <laughs> he broke up like a, t- a Tide Pod in a tub, like a bathtub, was not the- <laughs> and he put all, all four boot bags in there and he kind of like swirled it around. <laughs> Had like a ladle or something that he was mixing
1: the boot bag. <laughs> boot bag soup. You could do a crock boot, pot boot bag um, tied, put my, cut soup. I, I put my boot bags right through the washing machine
0: if, if you can line dry. Like if you can sun dry anything, that kills a lot of the um, right. the stink right. and smells as well. And I don't think boot bags ever get as bad as bad as hockey bags. From what I've heard from the hockey moms, no. those right, things are right. deadly.
1: Each week on the Ski Moms Fun Podcast, we share laughs and lessons with ski moms ranging from industry experts to first-timers. Our guests share their stories and tips to help you and your family get to the slopes happy and coming back for more. You'll feel included, invited, and celebrated every time you join us.
0: No one works as hard as a ski mom. With Mother's Day right around the corner, we want to remind everyone to shop the Ski Moms gift guide for the best ideas. These are the gifts we want to give and get for Mother's Day. Prices range from under $10 for simple treats like notepads to big splurges like a new boot bag. Remember, the big day is Sunday, May 12th, so you want to shop now to make sure everything gets there in time for mom. Visit the skimomsfun.com gift guides page or click the link in show notes to see our picks for this year. Make it easy for your kids, partner, or spouse, and just forward them the link. Or better yet, treat yourself to something from our expertly curated Ski Mom wish list. Remember, visit skimomsfun.com and look for the gift guide page.